Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. The subject matter contained in chapter 31 is basically the same as chapter 30. The words are different, but the impressions that you get are very similar. So chapter 31 may have, in fact, been a continuation of chapter 30. Remember, there were no chapter breaks in the original text of Scripture. Those were added roughly 500 years ago. And so the prophecy concerns Israel uh, relying on Egypt rather than relying on Yahweh, just as uh, chapter 30 did. Listen now as I read Isaiah 31. Woe to those who go down to Egypt for help, who rely on horses, who trust in the multitude of their chariots and in the great strength of their horsemen, but they do not look to the Holy One of Israel or seek help from the Lord. Yet he too is wise and can bring disaster. He does not take back his words. He will rise up against that wicked nation, against those who help evildoers. But the Egyptians are mere mortals and not God. Their horses are flesh and not spirit. When the Lord stretches out his hand, those who help will stumble. Those who are helped will fall. All will perish together. This is what the Lord says to me. As a lion growls, a great lion over its prey, and though a whole band of shepherds is called together against it, It is not frightened by their shouts or disturbed by their clamor. So the Lord Almighty will come down to do battle on Mount Zion and its heights. Like birds hovering overhead, the Lord Almighty will shield Jerusalem. He will shield it and deliver it. He will pass over it and rescue it. Return, you Israelites, to the one you have so greatly revolted against. For in that day, every one of you will reject the idols of silver and gold that your sinful hands have made. Assyria will fall by no human sword. A sword, not of mortals, will devour them. They will flee before the sword, and their young men will be put to forced labor. Their stronghold will fall because of terror. At the sight of the battle standard, their commanders will panic, declares the Lord, whose fire is in Zion, whose furnace is Jerusalem. So don't depend on Egypt. This is the word of the Lord. Don't depend on Egypt, rather depend on Yahweh. Verse 1, woe to those who go down to Egypt for help, who rely on horses, who trust in the multitude of their chariots and in the great strength of their horsemen. Now, that's a problem, but that's not the big problem. The big problem is the last part of that second sentence. But they do not look to the Holy One of Israel or seek help from the Lord. And so that should be their primary avenue of of seeking for protection, going to the Lord first. He's the God of Israel, and Israel should be seeking their God. So Israel's pleas to Egypt cannot help them, but God actually could help. The Lord said, the Egyptians are mere mortals and not God, and their horses are flesh and not spirit. It doesn't say this, but obviously, conversely, the Lord is immortal, and he's spirit and not flesh, and no flesh can stand against him. 
Continuing in the text, when the Lord stretches out his hand, those who help will stumble. Those who are helped will fall. All will perish together. And so the implication is the Lord is going to extend his hand against both Egypt and Israel uh, because of this alliance that he had not been consulted about and he had not authorized. The Lord talks about a future day when he'll defend Jerusalem if they depend exclusively on him and not on those surrounding them. Verse 4, this is what the Lord says to me. As a lion growls, a great lion over its prey, and though a whole band of shepherds is called together against it, it is not frightened by their shouts or disturbed by their clamor. So the Lord Almighty will come down to do battle on Mount Zion and on its heights. Like birds hovering overhead, the Lord Almighty will shield Jerusalem. He will shield it and deliver it. He will pass over it and he will rescue it. Now, let me just uh, put some of this into context. At the same time, the Assyrians were threatening both the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom. Isaiah was advising Hezekiah to depend on the Lord. And so Hezekiah was the king of Judah and um, his, his home city was Jerusalem. So the northern kingdom and uh, the southern kingdom were both under threat from Assyria, but the southern kingdom under Hezekiah put its hope in Yahweh. And so in their case, this came to pass. The Lord uh, was a shield over Jerusalem. He shielded Jerusalem and delivered it, and he rescued it because of the prayers of Hezekiah and the prayers and advice of Isaiah. Conversely, Israel, the northern kingdom, relied on uh, military allies as opposed to the God of Israel, and they were utterly destroyed. And so the the northern kingdom, there's a prophetic word contained in this, that they will uh, one day return to the Lord. It says, return, you Israelites, to the one you have so greatly revolted against. For in that day, every one of you will reject the idols of silver and gold your sinful hands have made. You may remember, friends, that the uh, the primary sin of the northern kingdom was worshiping two calf gods. The founder of the northern kingdom, Jeroboam, built two golden calf idols so that the people of the northern kingdom wouldn't go to Jerusalem to worship. They would have their own places of worship. So he established Bethel and another city as cities of worship. So the the northern kingdom would worship these idols. And the Lord is saying, return uh, northern kingdom and reject the idols that that you've been worshiping. Assyria will ultimately be destroyed according to the word of the Lord. It says, Assyria will fall by no human sword. A sword of mortals will devour them. And so ultimately Assyria will fall and they could have fallen in the days of the northern kingdom of Israel. But um, nevertheless, this did not come to pass. So we want to pray that our God would be among us, that we would recognize that he is spirit and not flesh. He's immortal and not mortal. And we want to rely on him. So Lord, forgive us for the times that we have relied strictly on human help. Lord, may we first turn to you as our God. You are our healer. You're our deliverer. You're the one who protects us. You are a shield. And Lord, we pray that you would rescue us from every scheme of man, from every sickness, every disease, everything that is 
uh, subject to come against us in this life. May you be our shield and our defender. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.